Hey, it's Arlen. Welcome back to your first million. Another quick one for me. I just had this thought. Wanted to share it with you. I, um, like most people do on Saturdays, I'm taking a little rest here and I've been watching Netflix all day. And, uh, first of all, there's, there are new episodes of Blown Away. There's a season three. If you all watched any of the other seasons, including the Christmas special, I did not know it's been out since July. I watched, I binged it yesterday and today. It's amazing. Um, and I watched all episodes, or like, you know, I sped through to the end of each one of Danielle Brooks' new Netflix show where she does a makeover, 200 people do a makeover of a house in one day. <clears throat> and I just cried for like two hours, essentially. <laughs> just cried. Uh, it was very heartwarming. But then I decided I'm going to look up some comedy from Sebastian. I'm going to see see if I can pronounce his name. Meniscalo. Meniscalco. No. Meniscalco. Yes, I think that's close. Um, he's a comedian. And if, you, if you've known him for like the decade he's been out, you might think I'm really late to the party. But believe it or not, I just found him maybe, I want to say six weeks ago, something like that. Just randomly saw a video on Instagram and I thought the clip, uh, the two minute clip was so funny that I looked up something else and I just went down the rabbit hole. And then within days, I was seeing him live um, in Los Angeles because I just thought he was so, so funny. And I don't know, he has this kind of, definitely has this bravado. He He's reminiscent of uh, an Andrew Dice Clay but if Andrew Dice Clay weren't homophobic, <laughs> that's kind of how he his his demeanor is. You can tell he's inspired by him in some ways. But what I like about him is that I have so far, and I could be wrong, but so far, I have not seen him punch down whatsoever. You you he gets a little close to things because he's very he's like a curmudgeon. curmudgeon. He's his whole shtick is about how much he's uh, irritated by other people, which I can uh, relate. And you think he might go too far with something, but he doesn't. And I think it's very, it's wholesome in a way, even though it's edgy. And I don't know, it's just funny. So go look it up. That's not the point. The point is I'm paused on one of his specials because what I just saw struck me so much that I had to record this for you. So I just watched a 2016 um, uh, stand-up special that he did. So six years ago, watched it all the way through, was hilarious, really good. And it I don't know, the theater was in New York. If I had to guess, I'd say there were a thousand people there. If I had to guess, maybe there were two, three thousand people. But it looked like it was a 1500 seater kind of place. Um, I could be totally off about that, by the way, because you never know with how things are filmed. And then when it was over, I wanted to see more. So I went and I looked and I, the next thing I or the only thing I saw was something from 2012. So I wanted to see how he had evolved, how aging changed his comedy. You know, I I studied people. I studied people from all backgrounds, constantly doing that. So that's definitely uh, something to keep in mind is like always study people, observe people, use them as a case study. But even that is not the point of this. I go to 2012 and the special is, uh, again, an hour-long, an hour-long special and maybe there are 200 people in the audience. And, you know, he looks different. He has a different vibe to him. But he is, he's 
crafting, you know, he's doing his thing. And I would, if I had to guess, I'm sure he's been doing comedy for 20 plus years. So this was 10 years ago. So 10 years ago, maybe two or 300 people in the audience, if I'm guessing correctly. Then six years ago, five times that at least, you know, and a very different production value as well. And kind of on the the 2012, I think people knew who he was, but it was it was maybe part of a, a night with other comedians. 2016 definitely was headlining, definitely was filming this for Netflix. Now... I saw uh, uh, one more called Stay Hungry, which I had to pause because it's from 2019. It looks like it was filmed maybe 2018, but released 2019. Either way, it's around that era. And now the place is packed and maybe it's two or three times the 2016 venue. It's a huge place, still a theater, huge though. And the production value, even down to the sound, is better. And that goes with everything. That's with modern technology just getting better every year, um, or technology getting better every year, and Netflix production value. But everything is is even more, is even slicker. Um, He has more gray hair. He is uh, so different. And if if I'm, yeah, I think it's 2019. So now I know that he's filming... Um, another Netflix special in September, I believe, and it'll come out, you know, at some point in the next few months. And I can't even imagine what that's going to be like. However, I do know that he now does uh, uh, arenas. He'll do an arena or he'll do a huge place that has 8,000, 10, 12,000 people. And he'll do, you know, stand ups talking to the audience for that long. If you're still here, what's my point six minutes in? Well, let me tell you, um, it just struck me that what you can see, and maybe even in the fact that I didn't know him, you know, he's not a he's not a household name necessarily, is just consistency and putting in the time and putting in the work. And again, it's not about working hard for forever. It's about working smart. This consistency is just remarkable because he comes out, all three of them, he comes out the same way. There's a certain burst of energy he comes out with. There's a certain way he sort of peacocks around the stage. I mean, it, there's it, he's stayed himself. He's just evolved in his craft. And because he's done that, because he's focused so much, you can tell he's focused so much on just getting uh, better and better and more clever and more clever, and but still staying so true to what make, made people like him to begin with, the business side of things has grown and in, a, in, a, in an incredible way. Um, I, I don't know what he makes per, per, uh, per show, and that's something he even jokes about in the 2016 one, but I would dare guess it's changed incredibly you know amount of time over the past 10 years and so many of us have experienced that like 10 years ago 10 years ago where were you so right now if you're in a place where you're not exactly where you want to be first thing i would do is think about where were you 10 years ago are you better off than you were then 
And if you are, let's keep that momentum. And just imagine where you can be in another 10 years. 10 years. So 10 years might feel like a long time. It's a different um, decade of your life. So I'll be 51 in 10 years. But then I think, well, after 51, I might have 20, 30, 40 more years after that. So if the, if I take the next 10 years to completely transform my life and completely set myself up for life and those around me who I care about and maybe help, you know, thousands or maybe millions others do the same, what, how incredible would that be? So if you're if you've if you've if you are stuck a little bit looking back 10 years and this guy, you know, he's probably in his well, if he's in his living room, he looks back at it, the tw- the 10-year-old um, stand-up special that he did on Netflix. And he's like, man, look how far I've come. You know, things are really different. Now he's getting the rock is sending him uh, uh, tequila, you know, because his, his Instagram posts got a million views. And he was just being himself. That's just the thing. So that that's one thing you can do is, like, look back 10 years ago. Are you better off? Now, let's say... You don't feel that you are. Let's say you don't feel that you are. I hope you feel that you are, but if let's say you don't. Let's think about consistency. And let's think about patience and just staying the course, but having a plan. Having a strategy. Having a goal. Sometimes we, we say, oh, I want to make it. Or I want to be rich, or I want a great job, or I want this, this, and that. But we don't really define it. And because we haven't defined the aim, the goal, the milestone, the dream, we're not really walking with our full selves towards it. So I just wanted to to leave you with that and just have you thinking through that a little bit. And it took this kind of random Saturday of rest for me to to think about that. But it's just so evident. In my book, It's About Damn Time, I talk about Rilo Kiley, the same thing, right? How Or Golden Boy, the band that I went on tour with that was from Norway. The first time you go out, you got a few people in the audience. And then you come back and those few people, if you've delivered, if you're consistent, if you consistently come back, they bring a few friends. And Rilo Kelly went from me seeing them perform in Columbus, Ohio, uh, uh, some year that I can't think of right now, but to maybe 400 people who are just incredible, like they're so, so stoked to be there, um, to me seeing Jenny Lewis play at the Palladium to thousands and thousands of standing room only people just a few years later. She was consistently herself absolutely has been consistent. Now the music has evolved. She's not going to play the same song or part 2 or part 3 or part 5 of the same song. But it's 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 consistent and you care about that journey. Um it's just something I'm thinking about because even I think like even saying this and bringing this up, I'm thinking right now like what can I be so consistent about over the next decade that 10 years from now it's the first thing you think of when you think of me 
And part of that is probably figuring out what the first thing people think of today. What draws them in? What makes them interested in what I have to say? What makes people have such um, an emotional sometimes and oftentimes reaction to what I do? And just really dialing into that and, and evolving in that path. So, okay. I, I'll leave you because I said it was going to be short. I'll leave you with that. Um, hit me up. If you listen to this whole thing, the code words that you're going you're gonna to comment on the comment or you're going to tweet or you're going to Instagram or any of that, the code word is sparkling. I think that's new. Sparkling. S-P-A-R-K-L-I-N-G because I'm drinking sparkling water. Sparkling. If you listen to all of this. This is your way of letting me know that you listened to the whole thing.